Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Like I said last week, many of you have been listening since back in September when Pastor Chris and I recorded our first episode of this podcast, My Home, My Mission. Um, But a lot of you have joined since then, and so we thought it would be important and helpful um, over the next five weeks to re-release some of our first episodes, our first five episodes, to reinforce again what it means to be a transformed home. Um, So if you're new to the podcast, you don't want to miss these, these next several episodes, or if you've been around a while, this will be a great refresher that you don't want to miss either. So uh, now join us for this conversation as we talk about what it means to hold to biblical habits in your home. Hey guys, welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast. This is episode two, and I'm Chris Aiken. I serve as a senior pastor at Inglewood Baptist Church, and I'm here with my co-host, Jordan Reese. Yep, and I serve at Inglewood Baptist Church also, and welcome back. You came back for episode two. I think they're curious to see if it gets any better than it did after episode one. The uh, You said in our last one, you said, man, you just got to get started. And that's what we did on our podcast because this is all new territory for us. So um, good yes. to be back. And uh, today we're talking about uh, that first uh, letter in the acronym HOME that we kind of ended up last episode with. So, hey, if you did not get to listen to the first episode, episode one, let me encourage you to go back so you'll have the background on what we're dealing with here as we talk about what a transformed home looks like. Um, but we're dealing with it around the relationship of H-O-M-E, uh, holding to the habits, owning the table, marking the milestones, and engaging beyond. And today we're going to focus on holding to the habits here at episode two. Yeah, and and... The, the idea here is, here's the question, how are we to teach the next generation something if we don't have it ourselves? Yeah, we can't. We sound like hypocrites if we try to do that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So as we're kind of talking about being a, the primary faith trainer in our home, we need to grow first so we have something to teach, right? So we're going we're gonna to talk today about developing some healthy biblical habits personally and in our home that we can share as we train up the next generation. Exactly. So. Yep. So I'm waiting on you. So Okay, we're ready to jump me, right so in. We go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just going to do a lot of staring at each other That's on this crazy. audio podcast. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to look, uh, as, we, as we think about this, we think about these habits. Mm-hmm. There are four primary uh, domains in our Christian life, if you think about it. So one, we have our life in Christ, right? So we've we've been redeemed. We're in Christ. We've got our personal relationship with Him mm-hmm. in Christ, and then we've got our life at home. So we've got our personal life in our home with our family, and then our life with our church. So we've got our our church life, and then our life beyond our home and family, which is in our community and beyond our community. And so we're going to talk about some biblical habits that coincide with those four domains of the Christian life. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you look at it from those four domains because sometimes, and maybe not everywhere, every people at every time, but sometimes we can look at those domains as completely separated from one another. Like it only applies here. My life in Christ, my personal devotion is only about me and my private personal faith or my life at home. It's just what I do with my family. Nothing else bleeds into it. 
these are kind of general categories, but everything kind of, it still melds together. So our faith really does intersect in all of these different areas. So um, when we look at those habits inside those four domains, um, and if we talk about them as habits, so something that's not a one-off thing, but that becomes a natural, regular part of our rhythm, that's the idea with the habits. The first one of those is to come to a place of resting in Christ, resting in Christ. So uh, to Rest in Christ is really to come to that place of settledness about who God is, who I am in Christ, and um, uh, where my relationship, what's the foundational elements of that relationship, what do I have to do to either enter into or maintain that, um, or what does God do that allows me to enter into that relationship and maintain that. So uh, what would you add to that one? Yeah, that's that's so. As we as we rest in Christ and we we find our really our identity in Him, and really our purpose in Him, that's that's when we get into the importance of things like spending time in prayer mm-hmm. with the Lord mm-hmm. and and really focusing on having a a walk with Jesus daily. Mm-hmm. And so this is more than just a once a week kind of a kind of a thing where. Resting in Jesus doesn't mean just coming to church on Sunday, or or maybe even twice a week. Yeah, that's but true. What it means is that's a daily um, relationship with Him. This is who I am. My my identity is in Him. So I'm spending time in His Word. I'm I'm opening the Bible and I'm I'm reading it. And I'm 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 seeing what the Lord's saying through His Word to me. I'm I'm spending time in prayer. Those kinds of things. Really trying to to grow and and how how I follow Jesus yeah. on a daily basis. That's good. So since we're fully committed to non-scripted podcasting, <laughs> that means you don't know what's coming up. I don't know what's coming up. This Uh-oh. is completely unscripted. I'm going to give you 15 seconds to think about this, but uh, talk about what that looks like in Jordan Reese's life when you talk about, um, hey, my daily whatever, my daily habit of resting in Christ. How do you cultivate that? What's just a day in the life of. Tell me what that looks uh, like. So, uh, so Carolyn and I, my wife Carolyn, and and I have three kids right now, and that means that if I'm going to have time in the Word, that's by myself. It's going to have to be really early in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I'm not. Is anybody? I was going to say I'm not naturally a morning person. Is anyone naturally a morning person? You. When you cross over 50, you get closer to the naturally okay. morning person because okay. I like 5 o'clock in the morning. I like 5.15, but by 9 o'clock, my brain is mush, and I'm terrible at night. So. Yeah, yeah. I like it once I'm up. So if once <laughs> I once I get up, I get up really early in the morning before everybody else, before the dog starts barking and all that kind of stuff, too. And and so the way I start, I, I like to I use our church's Bible reading plan. And it's it's in the right now we're in the book of Romans or just finished it up today, yeah. um, and then a psalm and a proverb every day. And so I'll, I'll go through that, I'll read that, and I'll I'll highlight. I'll actually use the uh, you've probably heard it before the here journal. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll actually um, start off by just highlighting what's um, what's something that that's important today in this yeah. Bible reading. And so I'll I'll kind of write down explain what that means and then pray through that and how am I going to apply this today and then just spend time with the Lord and talk with him and that's really it's pretty simple really yeah that's good 
I don't have three kids or a barking dog at the house, but I still get you up still early. still get up early. I still get up early. <laughs> and uh, the first order of business is a cup of coffee, followed immediately by going upstairs to uh, my office, because I've kind of got a spot. So I go upstairs to my office, and I work through uh, a few devotional guides. So I do uh, Chambers, um, my utmost for his highest. I do one from John Piper. I do one from Blackaby. Uh, I do the devotional reading that comes out of the devotional guide that we sell here about once a year in the fall uh, that I contribute to. So I'll read that uh, piece for the day. And then I do the churchwide uh, Bible reading plan as well, uh, which like you said, we finished up Romans today as we're recording it. When it drops, they'll be like, whoa, you guys are way behind, but we're recording this way <laughs> early. So um, anyway, so uh, I'll do that and read my chapter out of there and uh, and then read the chapter of Proverbs and the chapter of Psalm uh, that's there. And then uh, I go over to the church's um, prayer wall and uh, look at what prayers have come in, prayer requests have come in for intercession. So that helps guide me in that place where I'm spending some time not only in uh, talking with God about uh, me and what's going on with me and how the scriptures hit me, um, but also how I can ask him for his help in those areas of intercession. So that, that for me is part of this whole resting in Christ deal. So you get up at 4 a.m., right? Yeah, I wish I could say that. No, it's like 5, 5.15, and uh, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, that's my that's my habit. That's uh, that's Chris's habit. So that's that's what that's what we're doing, and um, here's, the, here's the big thing. We'll go back to this. Mm-hmm. It's do something, right? Do something. I mean, find a starting point. Do something. Take a step. That's exactly right. Yeah. So... so. Second one, uh, to uh, bless our home. So the first habit, resting in Christ. Secondly, to bless our home. How can we be a blessing um, to those within our home? Um, Or maybe you could say it differently. How do I become that instrument Christ uses uh, as an edifier, one who builds up, one encourages, one who helps uh, the others inside my four walls? Yeah, so this this is the idea. This is kind of the second step, you would say, almost to, to the rest part, right? So everything that we um, that we're reading in God's word, like whenever God's doing a work in our life, and he, and and we're learning and we're growing, this is the part where we pass it down. Mm-hmm. This is the part where we say we don't want to ever let uh, God's truth from His word stop with us, mm-hmm. and so it's not ever just for us. But it's for um, it's for sharing, and so blessing our home. When we talk about that, this is the time where we say, "Here's what God's showing me," and we pass that down to our to our family, and and we share it, yeah. and and also we live out to just practically live out that Christ centered, Christ like life the best we can in front of our family as we leave. Yeah, I think we get the benefit of some sideways teaching at that point. When you're a blessing to Carolyn, uh, the kids see it. So um, I like to, uh, when I see my sons, who are now adults, and I watch them treating their wives in ways that show high honor, I know they didn't learn that from a podcast or from a (laughs) book somewhere. They saw it from a dad who would uh, prioritize, I'm going to open the door for, I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do this as a way of service to my wife, my kids, my family. And that sideways learning uh, really became a help for them to uh, pick it up as well, which is kind of that Deuteronomy 6 thing we were talking about in the last episode. 
Yeah. And and we're going to get into, in the next couple episodes, we're going to get into some more details on how we can practically mm-hmm. do this. Yep. What are what are some ways we can we can teach or teach kids and how we can bless our home. So we'll get more into that as we go along. All right. So first habit, resting in Christ. Secondly, to bless our home. The third one, probably not taking place every day, but it's <laughs> to uh, gather with the body of Christ, the church. So uh, to rest, bless, and to gather gather with the church. So um, I know for for us, and it seems weird, sometimes people are probably listening to us and go, well, of course you guys do that because you work at a church, you're pastors, this is kind of how you go. But long before I was in ministry, I was loving Jesus and walking uh, with him and trying to find a way to live this out. So uh, we made intentional decisions in our home. These are the things we're going to be involved in. We're going to be involved in worship opportunities when they come up. We're going to be involved in a small group ministry uh, opportunity. We're going to have a place to serve. So uh, we were always going to be connected in our group. We were going to be plugged in for corporate worship, and we were going to have a place to serve uh, through our local church. So that's what I think of with gathering with the body of Christ. What about you? Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's God's plan, right? So the church is his, is his bride. It's his plan to reach the nations, and it's, it's how... Um, we we grow best in community and so it it helps one of the ways that that we can be the most effective uh, faith trainers in our home is whenever we're standing shoulder to shoulder shoulder with other parents who are doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and and we get to talk about things like that together and we're in community at church together and then we stand in a room full of people who are redeemed yeah and we get to worship together and and hear hear God's word preached. Those things are um, not only important but vital. Yeah, and so. I think that vital such a big deal, not just in the long game, but also in the short game. So we want our kids, our family, to prioritize that. And the only way they learn to prioritize this, because uh, I think of it now, because I'm older, uh, but I think of it now. How do I want to make sure that my kids? are raising my grandchildren with these particular values. And the main way for me to make sure uh, that they could do that would be while they're still living in my home, show them the priority of this. So church always got in front of uh, my uh, trips to the, to. and it's going to sound like I'm meddling, I'm not, but my trips to the lake or I didn't plan golf games on Sunday mornings or anything like that because uh, I wanted to make sure I uh, exhibited this was a core value for our family that we were going to prioritize this. And then, anyway, so, and then the last habit, so we've got resting in Christ, blessing our home, gathering with the body of Christ, and the fourth one is to go beyond. And uh, we think of that as how we go to reach out uh, to those around us who are in need of uh, either clarity on or to be exposed to the grace of God, the good news of the gospel. Um, we don't save anyone. We don't have the ability to redeem a life, but the gospel does. Uh, the gospel is the power of God into salvation, Romans teaches us, uh, and that it's for everyone, to Jews, to Greeks, to everyone. So uh, therefore, we've got to find a way to be engaged beyond our home um, and with that and make that part of our natural rhythm as a family. Yeah. So Jesus gave the great commission to the church in Matthew 28, and he said to go and make disciples of all nations. And uh, the the nucleus of what makes up the church is family. So we, we are, as a church, we're a family of families. We're a whole bunch of families making up one big church family. And for the gospel to go out, um, 
that's that's the ch- the church is the plan to do that, and the church is made up of of families, and so for us to 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 help, well, for us to be obedient to the Great Commission, and then to pass that down that uh, that commission down to our family, we need to we need to model that, we need to show that, and even give uh, opportunities to to go beyond our home and share the good news of Jesus and whatever ways we have, whatever ways, uh, opportunities we have. Yeah. Some of the sweetest memories I think I've had, uh, through the days when my children were smaller, when they were still living at home with us and, mm-hmm. and man, I sound old. I got to quit saying this stuff, <laughs> but, uh, um, would be when we would go out, usually related to our church events, at least once a month, we would have a serving opportunity to go out and just make a difference in the community. Um, my kids have been with me when I've gone to follow through and meet with people and um, and share the gospel and baptize and serve in, in different areas, block parties and so forth. So, um, you know, that kind of stuff, living it out as normal, natural I think is part of what it is to be a transformed home. It's what it's the qualities, characteristics I'd want to see seen in our family. So um, those are kind of the four habits. And what we've said is that if somebody uh, made a point to uh, embrace these four habits, then uh, they would fit under what we would say a home that's been transformed by the gospel or a transformed home. So that's what we mean when we talk about hold of the habits. Uh, Jordan, what else do we need to talk about with that? Or is that kind of got us, man? Yeah, I just I'll go I'll go right back over those habits just so you can hear them all together one more time. Rest, bless, gather, go. Those are the those are the four habits that that I think if we stick to those we're going to grow. Our homes are going to grow. And on the next episode, we're going to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to go into that O on the H O M E acronym. We're going to talk about own the table. That's it. Sounds like a plan. So we'll see you on episode 3. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.